Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. First the victory, now the party. Thousands of people from across the Bay Area are expected to line the streets of downtown San Francisco this morning to celebrate the NBA world champion Golden State Warriors. The team's victory parade kicks off at 1120. After returning home from Boston last week, Warriors guard and finals MVP Steph Curry said the team's excited to celebrate with fans. We champs again. It's nice to bring old Larry back home where he belongs. Like Draymond said, it's the Warriors invitation will be back. So uh, this is pretty special for sure. I mean, to get the job done, it's an emotional roller coaster. Obviously, all the work that goes into it, the whole team's excited. We Everybody's exhausted, though, so we're ready to get some rest and get ready for the parade on Monday. And Warriors head coach Steve Kerr also spoke to reporters after getting off the team plane in San Francisco on Friday. I'm not going to lie, I'm hungover right now. So we had a great night last night. We had an incredible night. But despite the team already celebrating its victory, Kerr said the fan support over the years has helped immensely, and he's glad they get to celebrate another championship. The fans here have always loved the Warriors so much, and, and it's just so great for our fans to be rewarded and for them to be able to experience this with us. That's what makes it special. You know, we have an incredible fan base and we feel their support uh, in every game. The Victory Parade will travel along Market Street in downtown San Francisco, stopping at Market and 8th Streets. And unlike in years past, there will not be a post-parade rally. Hi, I'm Tyler Foggett. Join me and my colleagues as we go beyond the headlines and deepen your understanding of the forces shaping our world today on The Political Scene, a newly updated podcast from The New Yorker. With episodes three times each week, The Political Scene accesses the sharpest minds in politics for insight and analysis about everything from abortion rights to the war in Ukraine. Make sure you're following The Political Scene, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair, available wherever you get your podcasts. Since a U.S. Supreme Court decision in 2018 made it legal, more than two dozen states now allow some sort of sports betting. But if you want to wager legally on sports in California, you still basically have one choice, horse racing. Like the bets placed here at Santa Anita Racetrack, east of Los Angeles. Welcome for you, Hunts the Round, Adelon Polly, these two are head and heads. 
But sports betting in California could soon explode way beyond the racetrack, with legal wagering allowed on professional and college competitions. An initiative backed by gaming tribes that would allow sports betting in their casinos has qualified for the November ballot. Meanwhile, online sports betting companies like FanDuel are trying to qualify a competing initiative that would legalize mobile wagering using smartphones. Here at Santa Anita, gambler and sports fan Daniel Chavez loves the idea of legal sports betting. I think it's awesome that we can uh, bet on any kind of sports. It's not hurting nobody. You know, if you want to make your money, you should be able to spend it the way you want, whether it be on uh, horse races, NFL, Basketball, hockey. Basketball, yeah, anything like that. Yeah, you should be able to spend your money however way you want. I think it's great. But there is a group of Californians who deeply fear the prospect of sports betting becoming legal in the state and the damage it could do to their lives. They're recovering gambling addicts, like a man we're going to call Harold A. Well, it's it's a disease, okay? It's a compulsive, it's compulsive addictive behavior, okay? And it's it's no different than other compulsive addictive behaviors. This is something that can be arrested but can never be cured. Harold, who's been in recovery for decades with the help of Gamblers Anonymous, says his addiction nearly destroyed his life as debts mounted and family connections broke. I was the hamster on the wheel. I was running from, you know, from the the card room to the racetrack to the cocaine dealer. I mean, I just I had I I had every seat on the Titanic, as they say, in, in recovery and no seats were any good. That's for sure. But Harold fears legalized sports betting, especially if it's mobile, could tempt him and others in recovery back to gambling and create a new generation of gambling addicts. My reaction personally is I'm worried. I'm worried. But how big of a problem is problem gambling? Dr. Timothy Fong is co-director of UCLA's Gambling Studies Program. We know that approximately 1% of the state of California has a gambling disorder. Now, one out of 100 people doesn't sound like a lot, but that's about the same percentage of men and women with bipolar disorder or schizophrenia or severe psychosis in the state of California. And Fong says if sports gambling is legalized in California, especially if wagering is as easy as taking out your smartphone, addiction rates could double. You go from a 1% state of California having gambling disorder, and now you go to 2%. You know, that's millions of lives that have now been racked millions of lives have been severely damaged and at what cost. So what is or could be done about this? You've reached the California Problem Gambling Helpline. To speak directly with a counselor for help with gambling problems, press one for English. The California Department of Public Health has an Office of Problem Gambling. Its director is Robin Christensen. So the Office of Problem Gambling offers a range of confidential no-cost services to support problem gamblers and other individuals who've been affected by the gambler's behavior. We are referring you to clinicians, to therapists, to licensed mental health professionals within the state of California. I tried to ask Christensen what the state is doing to prepare for a possible future where sports gambling is legal and fueling higher addiction rates, but was interrupted by a department spokesperson. Let's we're, we're getting into hypotheticals. Yeah. After I asked again in an email, I was told the Department of Public Health is talking with other states that have legalized sports gambling about their experiences with addiction. We'll note that the state's gambling addiction budget is funded by the gambling industry to the tune of $4 million a year. It's a figure that recovering gambling addict Harold A. thinks is peanuts and not nearly enough to help addicts if sports betting becomes legal in the state. The way I see it solved is that 
they're doing the minimum. You know, $4 million, what's $4 million? That's a drop in the bucket, okay? I mean, it really is. And, you know, we're talking about billions of dollars. This is a billion plus dollar, billions of dollar industry. If sports betting does become a reality in California, one study predicts $30 billion in bets could be wagered annually. That's why the gambling industry calls California the holy grail of sports betting markets. And that is this edition of the California Report for Monday, June 20th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Saul Gonzalez. Thanks so much for listening and have a great morning. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from ODC Dance. The world-class company returns for Dance Downtown, March 27th through the 31st, with two electrifying programs and five works, springing from cartoon, the news, and human connection. ODC.dance slash downtown. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions. Online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.